In today's video, I'm gonna share with you three of my favorite core exercises for people who are post Fusion. If you have a herniated disc, a bulging disc, these three exercises are amazing for you. But if you have had a spinal fusion, these three core exercises are my favorite. You are listening to episode 14 of the Fitness for Back Pain podcast. Really excited to get this week's content out to you. We're talking about fusions. We're talking about core training, and I've got a free guide for you. There are 10 rules that I like to share with post-fusion warriors. If you have had a spinal fusion, you've been cleared to exercise, and you want to know, hey, I just don't want to make any stupid mistakes. If that's you, you like to follow the rules. You want to make sure that what you're doing in the gym is not hurting you, wasting your time, or setting you back. Go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash 10 rules. Grab that free download, fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash 10 rules to make sure you make you follow all of the best strategies and tips for exercise post-fusion. Go grab it. The first exercise that is great for post-spinal fusion is the side plank leg raise. Now I picked this exercise because there's a lot of options that you can modify this exercise with. You can make it easier, you can make it harder. If your fusion is more recent, you're a little bit more sensitive, or if you've had a fusion for 10 plus years and you're a veteran in the gym and you really wanna level up your ability to train and build resilience, this side plank with a leg raise exercise is perfect for you. How we do this, it's all about the setup. When you're getting in and out of the exercise, we're not creating any kind of sensitivity. Be smart about getting onto your side, getting into position, and getting up into this. If you're doing a full side plank with a leg raise or a bent knee leg raise, this is how you would do it. So while you're in the side plank position, you have a good structure, you feel solid, your abs are on, your core is in neutral, you're not feeling any kind of pain, what you're gonna do is just simply bring one of your legs up. You can do a bent knee version where it's kind of like you're marching in place while you're in a side plank position. This can be difficult. There's a lot of pressure on the leg that is supporting. So you can adjust how high up you bring that leg with the bent knee version. You can adjust how high up you're bringing that leg to uh, help take some of the pressure off of that bottom leg. The other way of doing this is just a leg raise. So you're sitting on the side plank and instead of bending your knee and bringing that up more towards your chest, you're actually just going to take the leg that is on top and then lift it straight up. Very similar to the old school butterfly type of exercise to train the glutes. In this way, you're actually in a side plank position and you're really adding some emphasis on the glutes by bringing up that right or left leg, depending on which side you're working on. Now there's lots of ways you can modify this exercise. Perfect example is just doing them with a bent knee. So you're on your knees doing a side plank, a lot less effort being put on the bottom leg, but you can also continue to do the bent knee side plank, as well as the straight leg lift side plank from this position. Now the second core exercise that is great for spinal fusions is the posterior plank, or also known as the Chinese plank. Now the way you do this is you need two benches or two types of supporting structures, one for your upper body and then one for your lower body. And essentially you're gonna be very cautious getting into position, but one leg at a time, one arm at a time, adjust the weight distribution on these two objects to fit where your fitness level is at. What I like to do is have my bench across my shoulder blades. Sometimes I'll support my neck, sometimes I won't, just depending on how hard I wanna make it. And then depending on how hard I wanna make it, I can also move the box that my feet are on top of closer 
or further away. Obviously, the further away these two um, objects are that are supporting my body, the harder the exercise is going to be, and the closer these things come together, the easier it's gonna be. Find that really happy medium between you're feeling challenged, you're feeling like you really can getting a good workout within 45 seconds, 35 seconds maybe for beginners, and you can also scale up from there. The key thing here is to really make sure that you have a good neutral bracing position throughout your entire body. Oftentimes you find issues with overextension or overflexion. You're kind of in a weird, unsupported, non-neutral position. As best as you can, before you go fully weight-bearing, really get an understanding of where your hips are at in space, what feels good, what neutral feels good. Obviously, when you've been fused, there's some lack of motion in certain vertebrae or certain levels of your spine wherever you were fused. Respect that, right? Find what feels comfortable, adjust your pelvis, brace, get that deep core activated, basically below your belly button, pull that in, have a nice good contraction. Ribs are down, feet are nice and straight, glutes are being contracted, and you're just gonna hang out. You're gonna find a good comfortable position. You can have your arms above your head, you can have them across your chest or down by your side. You're gonna notice that each variation of that makes it a little bit easier or harder to fit where you are. Just be cautious, be careful, respect where you are, the type of fusion that you have, but if you can find a good variation of this, it'll do wonders for you. The third and final exercise is one of my favorite anti-extension exercises. This is a great way to understand what neutral is, what feels good to you from a neutral perspective, like holding your body in a neutral place, and then adding some kind of chaos or characteristic to the exercise that is forcing you to keep everything in a good good, neutral, tight, contracted position. If you've also seen exercises like the Pale of Press to Warrior Press, very similar to that, but we're focusing just on the front of the body. So what you'll see me do is I have two bands that I'm holding. The bands are attached behind me. I'm kind of in this boxer position. I'm taking one knee. You can do this standing, or you can do it on one knee the way you see me doing it here. Essentially, I'm locking everything in. My ribs are down. I feel really nice, really tight, contracted, stabilized, and I'm taking my fist, punching them slowly towards the ceiling. If I'm holding those bands correctly, and I'm far enough away from the attachment site, I'm gonna feel some resistance. And as soon as I start bringing my arms up, I really start feeling those bands wanting to pull me back, wants to pull me out of that neutral position, AKA anti-extension. The bands wanna pull me into extension, which is not good. And I'm trying to force myself into that neutral position to build that strength, stability, and the resilience that you really, really need post-fusion. Now you can do this with one arm, two arms, heavier bands, lighter bands, lots of ways you can do this, but essentially this is the bones of the exercise and it's a great starting point for any level of fusion. Pick a level of band, put a distance from you and the attachment site that fits your fitness level, and you should be good to go. Exercising post-fusion does not need to be a scary thing. It does not need to be something that keeps you in chronic pain all the time. It's all about training smarter. If you wanna know where you should start post-fusion, you've been cleared to exercise, you're ready to get back into the gym, go grab my free guide. Go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash 10 rules. I break down the 10 most important rules post-fusion individuals should be following if they wanna see their time in the gym as a benefit and not something that's gonna cause more pain, more issues, and potentially more harm than they really wanted to. Fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash 10 rules. As always, thanks again for watching and I will see you on the next episode.